Hello, my name is Eva, and welcome to part two of famous opening lines from literature. We are still in the midst of exploring written work pre-1500, and this time we journey east to a kingdom at war. The empire, long divided, must unite. Long united, must divide. Thus it has ever been. These are the opening lines of the historical saga, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, a 14th century novel written by Quan Chung. Romance of the Three Kingdoms is hailed as one of the four great novels of Chinese literature, and certainly one which enjoys perpetual popularity. The story is set in a particularly troubled era of Chinese history, between the end of the Han Dynasty around 180 CE, when conflicts and inner turmoil caused the kingdom to disintegrate, leading to three minor kingdoms presided over by warlords, who were finally defeated upon reunification of China around 280 CE. The story recounts the exploits of warlords, heroes, villains, and ordinary people, and their series of misfortune and luck in war, in life, with wealth and love. The romance alluded to in the opening line is a beautiful one, but the term is also used metaphorically about the intermingling and the complex relationship between the three kingdoms. So, romance, as we might understand it, is not necessarily the focal point of the novel. For within its 80,000 lines, which amount to 3,000-plus pages, there are 1,000 or so characters, many of them real historical figures, who have their own adventures and fates awaiting them. Now, this may sound as an insurmountable amount of pages to start on, but I do think that this novel is as brilliant as its reputation would have you know, and it starts right there in those first lines, which allude to a cyclical philosophy inherent in the book. In these very first words, the author lays out his perspective, which can be summarized as Empires come and go because of destiny, and this is seen through actions, reactions, human decisions, human heroism, and human betrayal. And that is what this story is all about. This is a novel about grand ideas set on a grand scale. The miles people travel are measured in the hundreds. The geography is grand. The hate and love described are epic. It is, in other words, a big picture story. So the grand scale of the opening lines fits well with the tale that then unfolds. In this design of the novel, the opening lines stand in contrast to the opening lines of the Iliad, which I spoke about in the previous episode. 
The Iliad starts with the most human of emotions, anger, and from there builds into a grand tale of war, heroism, love, and sacrifice. And all these components are in the romance of the Three Kingdoms as well. But this novel simply starts on the grandest of scales, and from there weaves into the narrative both era-defining battles, as well as quiet moments that beautifully lay out the grandness of the human experience, from love unconditional to greed uncontrolled. So while the Iliad makes use of an inductive perspective, as it were, this novel's opening is the epitome of a deductive approach, starting with large ideas of empire and moving on to the human heart. The last part of the opening line, Thus It Will Ever Be, lets the reader know that this story is part of a continuous one, connecting the past to years in the future. But it also reveals that the author cannot imagine a world not organized into an empire, which illuminates a great deal of the mindset of the people in the book. For while friends in the book turn into enemies, and enemies fight, hate, and plot against former friends, they all strive for the power of empire. It is a one uniting idea, though their visions for it differ significantly. The novel starts at the worst of troubled times, yet the opening line alludes to the fact that in the end, all will come back to its right position in the world. And the novel itself makes clear that beauty and love can exist amidst bad hours and years. In this, I cannot help but be reminded of the opening lines of one of my hands-down favorite novels of all time, which starts thus. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times, and goes on to say, it was the season of light, it was the season of darkness. These lines are the opening passage of A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. While Dickens highlights light and darkness existing in the same time frame, the novel Romance of the Three Kingdoms is concerned with how light can once again triumph, and it is implied throughout the novel that nothing, including light, is one without sacrifice. I read this novel over the course of two years, with lots and lots of notes to help me remember names, but I found it from start to finish a riveting, well-plotted book which includes numerous well-constructed subplots which all drive the narrative forward rather than drowning out the overall themes. It does help, of course, if you first acquaint yourself with the real historical era in which this novel unfolds. It is a time period of around 100 years, and while names may be difficult to remember, it could be helpful to know the historical outlines of events, much like knowing the chronological outline of World War I will make the ending of a book such as All Quiet on the Western Front so much more poignant. 
There are several abridged versions of this novel, and these might be easier to digest on the onset. And I would highly recommend that you pick up one of these abridged versions if you prefer your novels just slightly shorter than 3,000 pages. But read it, you really should, for The Romance of the Three Kingdoms is a masterful historical tale and beautiful novel. I hope you liked this episode. If yes, please consider subscribing to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, because it really does help with the algorithm. Until next time, I have been Eva, and thanks so much for listening.